0: ghost in the house. I sense the way maker in the house. I sense the promise keeper in the house. Some of you have been sitting on your praise way too long. Some of you it feels like a decade since you praised the Lord. Anybody want to praise him this morning? Come on, just lift up your hands for a moment. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Oh, we magnify you, God. Oh, we thank you that you brought us through every valley. God, we thank you that you stayed with us on the mountaintops. Oh, God, I thank you for touching this church today. I thank you for a move of your spirit and revival. I thank you for waking this city up from the north to the south to the east to the west. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for a move of your spirit, Lord, that would change us and transform us. I thank you, Lord, that every prayer that's been prayed would come to pass this very morning, Lord. Lord, we'll never fail to praise you. We'll never fail to give you the glory and the honor this morning. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't think you guys need a preacher today. I think y'all just need to turn loose a little bit. They would say in the world, turn it up. Come on, turn it up. Somebody say yeah. Somebody got your praise alive, say yeah. Come on, I feel the Lord. It is so good to be in this house today. It's so great to be with you guys. I don't even want to stop worshiping, but I'm told I'm supposed to preach. I'm told i got to preach this morning. But man, I just feel the sovereignty of God. I just feel the presence of God in this place. Sis, you know your family's about to come in, right? I just feel the glory of God that's in this house. Y'all feel that? I don't even know how to go from this point, but I guess I'll try to preach. It's an honor to be with you guys today. It's an honor to be at Central Church of God. And can one of you guys help me make this taller? Is that okay? I'm not a short, short guy, and I need a little height. Is that okay? If it don't get taller, I'm going to skip verses. How many's glad to be here this morning? How many's heard about myself and my wife before? Anybody? Anybody? You have one or two? I don't know what y'all pastor signed you up for. I don't know what y'all done wrong, but you got it good today. I'm just kidding with you. My name's Tim. My wife's name's Amber. We love to travel and preach. We live in Kentucky. We're in transition right now to Indiana. So we are packing one house and renovating the other house. And we have been more booked than we've ever been booked in our life. I think God's funny. I I think we're just going to have to throw stuff in the car when it comes time to move, you know? But we are thankful to be here. I know you miss your pastors. They are wonderful people. I know that you miss them. I got a selfie of Pastor Robert this morning. He sent a meme and Pastor Brandy. They sent it to me and they said, Good morning. We pray you have a great service. So they are missing you guys this morning. But don't every pastor need a break? Yeah. Come on. Y'all agree with me? Every pastor needs a break. I'm telling you. The load can get heavy sometimes. But it's all right for them to punch out. Get rested, get renewed, and come back on fire, ready to go. Anybody believe that this morning? I believe that. Man, I tell you what, I'm excited today to be in the house of the Lord. My wife and I did not come here by accident. We came here, I believe, by divine assignment. Somebody say divine assignment. I did not come to preach just so you could shout me on and make me feel good. Y'all with me? That's not the kind of preacher I am. I'm the preacher that says if God don't give the message, I won't come. If I would have woke up this morning and wouldn't have felt solid, I would have sat on the back row and shouted somebody else on. But I'm thankful to always have my wife with me. Isn't she beautiful? Isn't she beautiful? She's sweet. She's anointed and she can out preach me every day of the week. I'm telling you, she's a powerful woman of God. I could not do what I do and we couldn't do what I do without her leading our home and helping and doing everything she does for us. And she runs full time. She never rests, but I'm glad she's with me this morning. So, Who picked out the lineup of songs this morning? Who picked them out? Anybody? You did? Good job, man. If you would have sung any more, I was going to kick you all off stage because you would have sang my message out. I was like, man, can they go one more song? Come on. I was like, it's going to mess this message up. But I'm excited to be here. We're going to go to Mark chapter 4. If you'll go with me to Mark chapter 4. I don't know what you guys have been in need of. But all I know is y'all have got the great honor to have your Bishop Barry and Kimberly Clardy this last Wednesday with you. I can't follow them by any means, okay? We love them. We honor them. We appreciate them. They're great, wonderful people. But for God to have them on a Wednesday night and y'all get us on a Sunday, I got a feeling God's up to something in this house. I got a feeling God's moving. So we're going to go to Mark, and we're going to go to chapter 4 this morning. When you get there, say amen. My pastor never did wait when I grew up. He just jumped, and he began to read, and I couldn't even find out. He said, test it, see if it's in the Bible. I said, I don't even know what, sta- what Bible that you're in. Oh, man, he's helping me out. Thank you. Man, somebody give him a hand clap. I'll just have two podiums today. There we go. I'm telling you, I must be a needy preacher. Let me find I messed myself up with the glory. I love feeling the presence of the Lord. Anybody love feeling it? Thank you, brother. I owe you. Don't be asking for no stake, though. Uh, I know how church people are. You know what I mean? Um, well, the glory fell on the pulpit. I hope you all believe in slaying out. It just happened. I had to pick Bertha up over there. She always wants to fall. You know what I mean? You got some of them people, they'd be falling at the door, you know? I'm telling you, bless the Lord. I believe in the Holy Ghost. Anybody believe in the Holy Ghost? Well, that was awkward, but it happened, didn't it? It fell down. Mark 4. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, He is here now. I've been waiting, but guess what? He is here now. How many has been praying for a breakthrough this week? Anybody? Can we believe that God is big enough to do it today? (laughs) Can we? I wouldn't have showed up to church if I didn't believe that. I'm going to preach on here is he now. It has felt lonely. Can I say that? Some of y'all, it has felt like a lonely trip. But he's here now. He's here now. That's what I love, man. I feel the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you. Mark 4, verse 35, when you get there, shout amen. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Can you look at your neighbor and say, It's going to take us? Can you tell him it's going to take us? Quit trying to do it alone. You can never do it. The Bible says "Where two or three are assembled together. Then there he is in the midst. When you're selfish, it won't happen. Come on, y'all with me? I'm going to shuck and buck in a minute. Give me a moment. I'm from Kentucky. I'll, I'll get going in a minute. But are you with me? We've got to lay a foundational truth here. It takes us. It takes us. It takes us from the front to the back to do this thing. The gap between the pulpit and the pew needs to be closed in the last days. You with me? There's not a gap. There's not that I'm greater than you or you're greater than me. It's an us thing. He said, let us cross over. Now, I understand you've been teaching and preaching and hearing messages on Nehemiah's wall. How many would like to build that wall by yourself? I've done some drywall work the other day. I was so glad I had about six guys with me. Okay, I'd never done drywall, but I got down and dirty. It says, let us cross over. When you're by yourself, the enemy will visit you. But he's a little more intimidated when you got somebody else with you. Y'all with me? See, if you come up and say something smart aleck to me, I probably won't say much. You say it in front of my wife. Why did all the men just smile really big? I got a feeling your wife's a lot like mine. Two things you don't touch, her husband or her dogs. You touch that chihuahua, Uh uh-huh. Touch that weenie, yeah. I feel manly saying both of those. But it's an us thing. Everything we do in the kingdom must be an us thing. Because when the load gets too heavy, come on. See, sis, the load's been heavy on you. The prayers you've been praying and knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking and saying, God, I need you to really save my family. Because if you don't, do we got room for the Holy Ghost? Because God, I can't afford to go out without seeing them saved. But see, when it's an us thing, when it's an us thing, it becomes an easy thing. But when we're alone, it's a hard thing. He said, let us cross over. you with me? To the other side. Somebody say, I'm going to the other side. side. Woo, it's been stinky over here, but I'm going to the other side. Smelled like them Kentucky people, but I'm going to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, somebody say, when they left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. That stuck out to me. I had to say, why did they say that they took him as he was? Do you know Jesus had just taught all day long? He was exhausted. You know what I love about my Jesus you're going to find out? He'll show up even when you've exhausted him. Y'all with me? Y'all with me? He's that Jesus that'll show up no matter what. Oh, man, I've been praying and praying and praying. It's all right. Keep on praying, baby. Keep on praying. He's going to see you through. It said when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And there was other little boats that was with him. Has anybody thought about that? There was other boats with him. Jesus hardly ever, there's only a few times you find him by himself when he's with the Father. But he always had people with him. Because when the load got too heavy, they could help carry him. If it gets too heavy for Jesus at times when he carries a physical body, don't you think it's going to get heavy on you? So shake it off. Shake it off. Somebody with me? We're going to have church this morning. I know you got to deal with me tonight, so I'll try not to preach too long, but i got to preach this home. You with me? And it said, A great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. Why does the Scripture says a great? There's another chapter that records a great, and that was when the walls of Jericho came down. It says that you must go around this wall on the seventh day with a great shout. You all with me? A little bless you, God, won't do. Y'all with me? Because when the storms come, they're not just a bless me God kind of moments. Somebody's been walking through some storms this morning that's been great. But Jesus specializes in the great things. Because he'll give you a great storm to give you a great shout. You with me? Y'all with me? I'm going to have church all by myself up here. He'll give you a great storm to give you a great shout. So I may be walking through the waters, y'all with me. I may have to go through the fires, uh, but all must go through the blood. Uh, you got to understand that when I'm attached to Jesus, uh, and no matter what I got to face, will always come with a shout at the end of it. My great storm will always cause a great shout. Y'all with me? I'm gonna have church. I'm gonna have church, ready or not. Here it comes. And when a windstorm arose um, and the waves beat into the boat, uh, let me tell you something. When you feel beat down, get ready. When you feel exhausted, get ready. When you feel, oh man, I feel it. When you feel like you can't go no more, get ready. When the devil says it's over, get ready. When the doctor said there ain't no hope, get ready. When they bury you in the tomb, and they roll, oh man, when they roll the stone in front of you, you better get ready because Jesus is on his way. I believe Jesus has come this morning to do the impossible, to do the exceedingly, to do the abundantly more than you could ever ask or think of. Oh, I'm behind, even got to the third verse. Hallelujah. So when the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. How many this week have said, Lord, I felt like my boat was sinking? Jesus is down there sleeping. What a man. Say, man, I'd love to walk with that preacher and talk to him. You may not, you may find me sleeping. Y'all with me? I may not be doing what you think I should be doing. I may be sleeping. But he was in the stern. We read that so passively. There's a couple interpretations of that. The stern in the Galilean boat days was built to hold extra nets. A, I want you to dissect that. They always expected a greater harvest than they went out to get. Y'all with me? They always had extra nets so that if one would break, they was prepared. But the stern was used as a place that when you became exhausted as a fisherman, you could go hide away. Let's represent the stern to our prayer closet. That's where Jesus went. Jesus went into the lower part of the boat. It was stinky down there. You know nobody was cleaning down there with pledge. You know nobody was spraying no Febreze. It smelled like fish. But he was resting. See, some folks don't understand you'll him because they don't understand what you need. Y'all with me? They don't understand your season because they don't understand what you need. So he was in the stern. He had hid himself away from everybody who had surrounded him all day long. Sometimes you got to find a place to pray. When I grew up, the old saints would say, Man, you got to go to that altar and you got to hold on. I always thought we should have handles on the altars. I was so confused growing up. One would yell, Hang on. Y'all, y'all know where I'm going, don't you? And the other one would say, turn loose. So we'd have a nine-hour service because we didn't know what we should do. One would say, hang on. The other one would say, turn loose. But they knew that if we prayed through. Come on, y'all with me? Do y'all serve the same God I still serve? They knew that if they could get us to pray through, that we could get to the other side. Y'all with me? And that the great storm would be defeated by my great shout. But he was in the stern asleep on a pillow. How convenient. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Jesus taught them all day long to see them die. That'd be a waste. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to teach you everything I know and I'm going to pour into you and you're going to die tonight. But when a storm comes, when a storm comes, we get rattled. Y'all with me? Am I preaching good? As soon as a storm comes, whoo, umbrella. We have, I think it works. Maybe. Maybe you got to open it. I don't know. I really don't use an umbrella. to you all? As soon as a storm comes, we're prepared. We have built technology weather the storm y'all with me and a lot of us are trying to go through the storm and not get wet when jesus wants you to get wet in the storm a lot of us puts up y'all ready defense mechanisms when a storm comes oh gosh that lady said that at church oh lord let me go hide I don't want to go through this again, God. That's not what we're called to do. We're called to abide in the stern and just ride it out. Because all my hope is in Jesus. The anchor still holds despite of the storm. You all know that song? The anchor still holds. Where's your anchor today? See, man will teach you in a storm. You need an umbrella. God to teach you to ride it out. What about Peter when he commanded him to walk out on the water? You know, Peter got wet, but in his wetness, he got a fresh anointing. Because as soon as Peter got back in the boat, everybody began to worship Jesus. Can you believe that? The storms are not in, are not intended to kill you. Y'all ready? Quit hiding from what God's called you to. Anybody knows in a marriage there are just some conversations you got to have? Anybody there? How many like to sit down and talk about money? How many women likes to tell your husband how much money you spend at Bath and Body Works? Especially with the coupons. Well, I saved $97. Well, you would have saved a whole lot more if you hadn't entered in. I always joke every time we go to Coles, they're like, you saved $27. No, I didn't. Yeah, you lying to me, you liar. You devil. You, you know what I mean? You cost me $127 to save $27. Right? They're like, you got a great deal. No, I didn't. If I were to just hit goal, <laughs> and I would have never pulled in your parking lot, I wouldn't be eating tuna tonight instead of filet mignon. We got to be careful when we go through storms as a church that we don't get rocky and that we don't throw up our defense mechanism and we say, well, they're doing it this way and they, they didn't do it this way. And I, I just don't think God could do it that way. We got to trust God. We got to trust God. Because this is a God thing, not a we thing. It's an us thing, not an I thing. Y'all with me? All right, y'all with me? I'm going to try to get to preaching in a moment. They said, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Can you believe that they called him teacher? Can I ask you what you call him during a storm? What do you call him? He's my savior. He's my friend. Oh, he's going to see me through this. It's critical that when you get into a storm of life, you call out what you need and he'll show up being that thing that you need. Y'all with me? I'm going to tie that in in a minute. Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Are they crazy? They forgot their medication. This church group did. Then he arose, real simply. I could imagine how annoyed he was to be laying in the boat after teaching. That's why the Bible says a righteous man shall fall seven times, but he arises again. The human nature is always to slip and trip over storms. We, we, we buy money. I run a restaurant, so we buy money. We spend money to have a wet floor sign. Can I be honest? I'm like, hey, dummy, don't you see it's wet? Them signs are $49.99 a piece. Lady fell the other day. She said, your floor has got me. I thought, man, they didn't do nothing. I said, there was three wet floor signs, ma'am. Are you okay? No, they, your floor has got me on purpose. You crazy? Well, I just had knee surgery. Why in the world are you at a Wendy's? Go home. Sometimes we fall because we're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Y'all with me? Oh, I'm about to get deep. Come on. Y'all have to deal with me tonight, too, so I'm sorry. And don't you dare go home and say, man, I'm going to talk myself out of coming tonight. Because we're going to break through tonight, this morning, and then we're going to have a revival tonight. Okay? Then he arose, and he didn't even question them. He immediately went to what they was complaining about. I want you to think about this for a minute. There was a whole group of men on top of the boat fussing. Don't that sound like the modern-day church? Can I teach this for a minute? I'll try to preach good in a minute. Here's all these idiots over here. Does he not care? Does he not care that we're going to die? He's just down there asleep. But Jesus had already taught him about his death, burial, and resurrection. But it's amazing when the winds come, all of our foundation gets eroded away. Here's all these guys just fussing. Just fussing. It didn't take a 30 second conversation for them to look, for me to look at my wife and say, honey, it looks like the storm's coming and the, oh my goodness, here comes the water. They was having a dialect of a conversation. The worst part is there was four of them that was fishermen's. They had experienced storms before. But see, sometimes when we get... Man, I'm about about to preach revelation right here. You ready? Sometimes the closer we get to Jesus, the blinder we get. So we forget everything he's taught us because we're in the glory. So when we leave here on Sunday, we get defeated on Monday. Y'all with me? I'm a Pentecostal man through and through. I believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, casting devils out. You got a devil, bring him to me. We'll mud-stomp it out of here today. I'm old school, buddy. I'll I'll do whatever I got to do to get the devil out. If you want it. Because if not, they come back seven times greater. And right now, you just may be sad. I don't want you broke and sad. That ain't a good combination. I believe in that. But sometimes in the Pentecostal church, we miss the shout for the walking it out. Because I mentioned, and I wasn't even going to go here, but I mentioned with Jericho, see, they walked for six days in silence. But then they could shout with a great shout on the 7th. The church has it backwards. We shout for six days, and we're only the church for one day. Y'all with me? But I want to weather the storms of life. So they looked at him, they're having this conversation, and they're like, hey, brother, you know that pulpit's not working up here. I better just go up here. We we better just go wake Jesus up. Right? That's the convo they have. So here they come running down to the midst of the boat. They get down there. They're running. Hey, Jesus, do you not care? How many of us have found ourselves there here lately? Jesus, do you not hear my prayers? jesus may be sleeping but at the mention of his name y'all with me every devil in hell y'all ready what jesus is saying even when i can't be there in person y'all ready all you got to do is mention my name all you got to do is mention my name jesus got up and he rebuked the winds How many of us has looked at our storms and rebuked them? Or do we pull our umbrella out because that's what good Christians does? We have group classes anymore that teaches us to handle anxiety instead of dealing with anxiety. I don't know about you, but it's time for the church of the living God to lay their umbrellas down and to pick up the glory again. I don't want to teach you how to cope with your demons. Oh, I'm about to preach. (laughs) I don't want to teach you how to just get through the week. But I want to take you to that old-fashioned altars. I want to take you and teach you how to pray. I want to teach you how to bind that devil. I want to teach you how to loose the Holy Ghost in healing and in freedom and in power. I want to teach you what it's going to take to get through. I want to teach you what it takes to stand on the solid rock foundation. I want to teach you what it's going to take to weather the storm because you may not always have Jesus in your bone, but at the very mention of his name, at the very mention of his name, even the winds in the storm obeyed. you got to understand that even when it feels like he's You still got the Deuteronomist Holy Ghost power to look at every storm that comes your way and let that devil know that greater is he that is within you than he that's in the world. I'm tired of being an umbrella Christian. I'm tired of just getting through. There's a power that's greater than us. There's a power that's greater than drug addiction. There's a power that's greater than anxiety. There's a power that's greater than fear. But we must stand boldly upon the word and we must proclaim it with everything that we got within us. If we don't stand on the word, we'll fall for anything. But we're teaching a generation just to get through. Oh, but I know of the Holy Ghost that he said, I'll send to you, uh, that will comfort you. Uh, he'll comfort you in the bright mornings, uh, but he also comfort you in the dark nights. Uh, oh, when your baby's on the battle of suicide. Uh, oh, he'll walk in that room, uh, and he'll turn everything around, uh, because he is Jehovah Jireh. He is the Lord, your provider. You've gotta understand that when we believe the word, uh, When we know the word, uh, when we walk to the word, uh, we can walk up to the storms uh, and we can say peace. uh, Somebody say it with me. uh, We can say peace, be still. And even the winds and the storm uh, has to obey him. uh, Even when I don't got it down on the inside of me, uh, all I got to do is call him up. uh, Oh, call him up. uh, Tell him what you want this morning. uh, All you got to do is reach out to him. Oh, we've raised the church not to bother Jesus. <laughs> we raised the church. Is this all right? We've raised the church not to bother the pastor. And we tried to cope them to just make it through. Oh, but when Peter and John entered the city and they said, the lame man looked at him and said, help us. They said, Silver and gold, I have none of these. You ready? But such as I have. What do you got? Such as I have. I'm going to give unto you. You need healing, I got you. Cuz I've been to the healing table. You need a breakthrough, I got you cuz I've been through the break breakthrough table you need a miracle I got you because I know the miracle worker you got somebody that's died and they rolled the stone in front of it I got you baby because I've been in the presence of the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings I may not have money to give you but such as I have I'll give to you because when the winds come when the waves come and they beat on your house and the water comes in and it looks like it's sinking all of a sudden there's a Jesus about to rise up and when he does He'll rebuke everything you've ever walked through. Come on now. I'm tired of coping with the storms. I want to rebuke them. Every devil in hell that came against your family, I stand today to rebuke him. Every depression spirit that entered this house must go at the name of Jesus. Every spirit of poverty must go at the name of Jesus. Every weight of burdens and depression and suicide must go at the name of Jesus. I believe in a higher power. I'm not your hope, nor do I want to be. But I'll take you to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Because in his presence there is fullness of liberty. Hey, I can run when I get in his presence. I I can dance when I get in his presence. I can shout when I get in his presence. Why? Because there's freedom. Who the Son has set free is free indeed. Every wall that wanted to come down on me will fall flat right into Jericho. All I got to do is be like Rahab. I just got to have the blood applied. I'm about to have a Holy Ghost fit. I ain't even preached yet. He arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Whoa, 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 back up. Hold on to that phrase. He didn't just speak peace for a minute. if you went on the seas of Galilee and you entered the, the, the right moment where they was out, you would feel peace when he spoke he said peace be still and in that moment that geographical area had to become peaceful you ever just walked in places and there was peace Just felt the peace of the Holy Ghost? That's because what you command has to stay. What you rebuke has to go. When Jesus said, peace be still, everything had to stop. Some of you walked in this morning bleeding. Walked in here hurting. Church hurt. Friendship hurt. Relationship hurt. I'm about to speak healing over those wounds. And when it takes place, it's not just a one trip to an altar and everything's done. It's a lifetime. Because when the master speaks, that anxiety has to go. When the master speaks, every weight that you've carried has to go. Every label that everybody placed on you. Can I talk to you for just a moment? Every weight that people put on you and told you you're abnormal and told you you're just not there, Jesus said, I've got a call upon your life. I've got a call on your life and I can even hear the doctors trying to figure it out but God said just trust me because in the abnormalities God's in it God's in it and because mom and daddy stayed in the threshold and prayed all night long get ready get ready to see a generation turned upside down get ready to see that stuff just go and dissipate at the name of Jesus because when we speak peace be still There's a lot of teaching right there. When we speak, peace be still. It's not just for a moment, (laughs) it's for a lifetime. Jesus said, peace be still. He didn't play with it. He didn't toy with it. He wasn't no pansy or yellow belly. He wasn't one person that was hopping around saying just maybe God can do it. Uh, he walked up on the top of that boat uh, and he looked at the winds and he said, I rebuke you and all of a sudden I'm going to claim peace. Uh, be still and in that moment uh, the winds and the waves cease to the point even the men that believed that he was Jesus stepped back uh, and they said, what kind of man? Uh, What kind of man is this Is that he could speak to the winds? Uh, I believed he was the Messiah. I'm telling you, some of you believed uh, 50% of what he could do, uh, but today he's about to speak to situations in your life uh, that won't even make sense that he can cure it, uh, and the doctors ain't got a chance. He spoke. He said, peace be still when you're going through storms. When that oppression, sis, wants to settle on you and talk you out of coming to church and tell you you're not worthy enough and wants to bring up everything to you and you bring that umbrella out, there's peace coming today. I should have titled this, Trading Your Umbrellas for a Shout. I believe, sweetheart, that when we call upon his name, every mountain has to move. Now, wait a minute. What name have you been taught that he has? What you been taught? He's just Jesus? He died on the cross and rose again? You crazy. He's a lot more than that. He's your Alpha. And he's your what? You know what Omega means? Your end. Why are you getting so worried in the middle? Why was these disciples worried out here on this storm? Because if it was their end, I want to shout in my end. If this is the last Sunday I ever preached, I want it to be my greatest shout I've ever preached. and I want to give the devil a run for his money. Because see, my storm was being born into a drug addict home at the eight, at birth. My mama was leads lead leader in Hell's Angels. She was a prostitute. My daddy was a dope addict. I don't know him, but God stepped in at the age of two and delivered me out. My adoptive parents are watching online right now. You know what they done as soon as they got me? After they showered and cleaned me up, you know, made me look halfway presentable? They took me to the house of the Lord. They took me to the house of the Lord because, see, there was a lot of things that all my brothers and sisters was facing. And they'll tell you that. They're watching eight hours away from you right now. But they knew that if I could get to the presence of the king. They knew that if they could take me to the stern of the ship, that they knew. Hmm, man. They knew that if they could just take me. Because, see, they knew all their hope was in Jesus. Fathers and mothers, all your hope has been in Jesus. So leave your kids in the hands of the kings. And watch them become royalty right in front of you. Oh, sis, there's grandbabies for you. There's grandbabies coming in to know the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. There's breakthrough and there's freedom coming in this house this morning. I didn't come by accident. I came to see a breakthrough moment. I came that the anointing could be loosed in this house and always be here. That the anointing would be still forevermore. That families would forever be changed today. Because I know how storms are. They rock you. They move you. Water comes in. In the floods in eastern Kentucky, folks was laying on their bed as they heard the sound of the rushing of water. Friends of mine, people I grew up with, died that very night. If the earth can produce a storm, hmm. <laughs> Don't you think the Holy Ghost can too? If the earth can produce winds and waves and roar and beat you up, don't you think God is still on the throne? I came to remind you this morning He's still in charge. I came to remind you this morning He didn't forget about you. I came to remind you that here lately when you've been waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning saying, God, I want more of you, that God's came to visit you today to pour it out upon you. I came to remind the church today that God is still in control. I don't care what's going on in the world. I don't care if the winds are blowing. I don't care if the waves are rolling. I'm going to trust in Jesus. Well, you know why? Because there's an old song that said, I've decided... Y'all have to help me. I'm not a good singer. So. Well, I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. See, when things are happening in your life, in the boat's rocking, you know what kind of crazy person you need to be. You need to stand on the, on the top of your boat. Don't even worry about going to the stern. And you need to declare this: What a day! It's gonna be uh, when my Jesus I shall see. Come on. You take me by His grace and when He takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land. Oh, I'm not worried about my storm. I'm not worried about my trial. Come on, sing that with me. You know why? Because what a day that's going to be when my Jesus... I shall see when I look. Come on, think about that. Upon His face. Not worried about the winds. Keep singing it. Save me by His grace. I'm not worried about this. Day, a glorious day that will be. Church, it ain't about the present storms. It's about getting to glory. I'll go through anything as long as I get to sit at His feet. Because see, even in the midnight hour, I know there's coming a day with no more sorrow and no more pain. There's no more burdens to bear. Y'all with me, I went old school on you. You probably don't even know these. But I know there's coming a day when my troubles and trials are going to be over. But where will he find you? In the stern begging or will you be on the top praising? Did anybody forget about the little boats that was around them? Can you imagine when the winds began to happen? Those little boats was looking at those disciples that walked with Jesus and they saw several of them disappear. That's why Jesus said, Oh ye have little faith. You are a witness to the kingdom. Whatever you've been through in the nicest way possible, shake it off. The kingdom needs to look glorious. Yes, I've been through troubles and trials, of course. There's an old song that said, I'm just a weary pilgrim here. Just passing through. But someday soon, I'm going to be gone. But it's your praise that will dictate your outcome. Y'all with me? I want to shout louder, y'all ready, in my storms. And I want to produce more noise than the storm does. I believe like that flood filled eastern Kentucky, I believe there's a move of the glory taking place. I believe there's a move of the glory taking place that's flowing from the top of the the heads to the soles of the feet. And I want to be in that river Because if that river comes from the throne of God, it has life in it. (laughs) It has life in it. And I want to see my home revived. I want to see my family revived. I want to see my church revived. I want to see my community revived. I'm tired of hearing about statistics when I've got a God that is the God of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac. I'm tired of hearing about what God can't do. I'm about ready to start telling the storms what He can do. There is no height that can separate you from the love of God. There's no place that you can go. There's no umbrella that you can hide under where God's mercy won't reach down and touch you and save you. Our children doesn't have a lost and a dying world. They got a world that's about to be lit on fire with Jesus. Cause I'm gonna take them to the cross. I'm gonna take them to the altars. And I'm gonna live a life before them that makes them want the glory. Oh, the drugs may taste good. The alcohol may look good. The women chasing may look good. But one touch in his presence. Oh, I said, but one. Just one drop from heaven. Uh, And all of a sudden, uh, my life is forever changed. Uh, All of a sudden, there ain't no high that I can go get uh, that compares to Jesus. Uh, There ain't no little Debbie cake uh, that can make me feel as good as Jesus can. Uh, There ain't nothing that can satisfy my soul uh, because when I get in his presence, I become whole. Uh, I become full of liberty. Uh, I become full of joy. Uh, I'm tired of looking like a bunch of sad people washed up on the shore. Uh, I want to show the next generation generation uh, that we still got the power uh, all the wonder working power uh, that's in the blood of the lamb uh, i want to show them uh, that there's a greater than I moment coming uh, i want to show them that the same jesus that uh, saved me and picked me up out of the mary clay uh, is the same jesus that can pick them up i don't need no light show i don't need no smoke machine all i need is the presence all i need is the presence Because it's in his presence where there's liberty. What that means, come with me, buddy. Come with me. When when they got shackles on, when they got shackles and they can barely make it, the Bible says that there's liberty that comes to you. So all I got to do is if he's shackled down and he can't make it, I just got to link up to him. And if I can set him over here, just sit right there for a moment. If I can set him in the presence of the king, I've heard this so much. The next generation don't look like me. Thank God. Somebody say amen. The next generation don't act like me. Thank God. The next generation don't talk like me. Thank God. The next generation don't sing the same worship songs. Who cares? I just want Jesus. Because, see, there's coming a time. See, tradition is peer pressure from the dead. Church may not look the same anymore. But thank you, Jesus, that he's still moving. Thank you, Jesus, that he's still touching. Thank you, Jesus, he's still saving. Thank you, Jesus, he's still healing Thank you, Jesus, that the Holy Ghost power is moving. I know I'm wearing you out, but you just stay right there, okay? Because if I can just take him to the stern and I can forget about his problems and not be focused on him, I can go have an encounter with Jesus too. We can't be focused on the next so much in a bad way and we forget to give him Jesus. Took a young guy a couple of weeks ago on a prayer line and he said, How'd that happen? I said, You about to find out. So next person who wanted prayer, I said, Come here, you're going to lay hands on Cause See, it's at the mention of his name. Come on. It ain't what's in your bank account. It ain't of your works. It's of your faith. At the mention of his name. I said, Look, that lady needs a healing. I want you to, Bind sickness right now. Anybody remember the old saints doing that? I bind that devil in the name of Jesus. What they saying? I rebuke that storm. I said, I want you to bind it. And I said, as soon as you do, and you know that God's moved, I want you to say I lose healing in the name of Jesus. She hit that floor so fast. He went. She okay? Yeah. She's all right, but see, we missed out on bridging the gap. See, the storms are hitting you. The storms are hitting you, and I want to be the disciple standing next to you. I want to be a man of God or a woman of God standing next to you, and says, "You don't even got to bother Jesus." <laughs> what does that mean? You don't got to go spend seven hours in prayer to get a breakthrough. Y'all ready? Y'all be living right. Don't get me wrong. But you don't got to tarry all night long sometimes. See, when the disciples was in the upper room, Jesus said, tarry until the comforter comes. We have such a microwave generation, we forgot how to tarry. If you ask me pizza rolls or a roast, I'm taking pizza rolls. I like roasting potatoes, but you know how much work is in them? but it's good. Woo, glory be to God, it's good. (laughs) But if I get so caught up eating the pizza rolls in the spiritual world, I won't teach them how to make roast and potatoes. Y'all with me? You can sit in your seat. I won't wear you down no more. I'm going to try to wrap this up in a minute because I can finish tonight, I hope. But we've got to understand Sometimes it take, may take a minute to get our breakthrough. But I believe in a God that's immediately. Because, see, Jesus ain't just Jesus to me. Has this been all right this morning? I've only preached about 30 minutes, and I've covered no notes. Here's what I love. He said, when, and when the wind ceased and there was a great calm, he looked at him and said, why are you so fearful? Church, why are you so worried? Why has the hurts of yesterday impacted you so greatly? you with me? I can't afford to carry it no more, church. We can't afford to build your wall with burdens. I feel the Holy Ghost. I can't afford to go another mile on this journey with a lamp of yesterday. I don't want to be known as a Meshavabeth. I want to be as known as somebody who walked and talked with Jesus. He said, Why are you so fearful? I don't know who came and hurt you, but I'm sorry. If they've never said it, let me say it for them. I'm sorry. The Holy Spirit said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you got bruised. I'm sorry the winds beat the life out of you. But will you not let me revive you one more time? Will you not just let me breathe one more time? I know you felt like I lost your trust in the last storm. You thought I had displaced you. Says you, you felt like God may just not care the same way you used to. But may I remind you, he's still in the boat. May I remind you that his promises are faithful. And he says, the latter shall even be greater than the former. There's an anointing that's in this house to heal. There's a spiritual healing that will take place. There's a physical, there's a mental But you're so caught up here in the waves, you can hear the Master rebuking the storms. Some of you have so much PTSD from what you walk through that the storms have stopped, but yet you're still rocking. Oh, but let me tell you what I know Jesus about. And if they'll put on some very soft worship music, just soft in the background if that's okay. I know sometimes in Pentecostal church we like to get loud and fast at the end and I love all that. Don't get me wrong. Tonight we may dance and run. Is that okay? But tonight can we get healed before we keep going any further? Can we? Because I'm tired of just believing half-heartedly in God anymore. A little bit of Jesus won't do. i got to be saturated with His glory i got to be saturated with his power you know why because here's what jesus is to me the bible says that he's jehovah your lord the bible says he's jehovah cherubim the lord your sword it says he's elon the lord most high he's ezariah the lord your helper he's jehovah giver the lord the mighty warrior See, when you got storms going on, you got to understand, you're not just asking for Jesus, you're asking for all this. Now, I'm going to skip the Hebrew names, but I've got them if you need them, okay? He says, He's the Lord, the mighty warrior. He's the Lord, your redeemer. He's the Lord, the judge. He's the Lord, our maker. He's the Lord that saves. He's the Lord that provides. I'm speaking to some of your storms this morning. You ready? He's the Lord that is jealous. I feel the Holy Ghost. I bind every storm that came to hurt you. I bind every storm that came to destroy you. Because He is the Lord of the horn of your salvation. I came to remind you that He's the Lord of your refuge. He is the Lord of your shield this morning. He is the Lord of your fortress. He is the Lord of your high tower. He is the Lord who will strike down the enemy that has came against you. He is the Lord your banner. He is the Lord that's your light when it's dark and you don't think you can make it anymore. He is the Holy One. He is Jehovah Roah. The Lord is your shepherd. <laughs> he says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want." Just in this name, I want you to catch this, just in this name of Jehovah Roa. Here's what he says. The Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. He makes it a lie down in green pastures. Uh, See, the reason it's green is because it's not dying. You with me? He leads you beside the still. What did he speak to the waters? Be still. He leads you by the still waters. He said, He restores my soul. Quit living like you ain't been hurt and like you can get over it. We all need a restoring moment. Y'all with me? He restores your soul. He leads you in the path of righteousness. For His name's sakes. And yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So even if the disciples thought they was going to die, guess what happens? It says, I will fear. Somebody say fear. No evil. For you are with me. Somebody remind the devil God is with you. Take 30 seconds. Devil. God's with me today. He is here now. You about had me taken out because you thought I was on the top of the boat by myself. But let me take you to Jesus who's in the stern of my ship. It's not by mistake that your upper torso is referenced as a sternum. Y'all with me? Because he abides within. Y'all with me? He abides within. Oh, it says the Lord who heals. <laughs> I got every word for every doctor report. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Stand with me all over the house. I need you all to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit that's about to move. Can you do that with me? Can you obey God? Because He's speaking to you storms today. The Lord is your shepherd. He's the one who heals. He's the host of of the armies that has been placed before you to protect you even when you feel alone he's there for you because he loves you somebody say he loves me he's the lord of peace ain't that crazy he's the lord our righteous he is the lord our rock can we be louder than the waves of life can our praise exalt his name greater than it complains against him I don't want to be known as somebody who hears the waves more than I hear him. Even when they come rocking, oh, I'm going to trust in Jesus. Even when I've been hurt, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to trust in Jesus. The lady at the woman of the well that you all remember so well about, when she came to Jesus she was looking for physical water, you remember? She came carrying a pot. I feel so impressed by the Holy Spirit to say that. She was carrying this heavy pot that was not meant for her to carry. But because she was with another man, the man needed water. Some of us carry things that don't belong to us. But when she met Jesus, do you realize that she left that water pot at his feet? And in the beginning of the story, she said, Jesus, you have nothing to draw with. But all of a sudden after he touched her he had a whole water pot. Jesus needs your brokenness. Because it will create a table of glory. Y'all with me? It will create a table of glory for the enemy. But you gotta give it to him. In this altar service, it's not about me. Somebody say it's not about that crazy redhead. Well that wasn't nice. I'm just kidding. I came today to tell somebody, peace, be still. Close your eyes all over this building with me. I don't know how you normally do your church services, but will everybody grant me permission to obey the Holy Ghost? Is that okay? Can we slip up our hands and just let the devil know he's about to be evicted right now? I sense a move of the Spirit that's going to hit this house. You'll turn that music up just a tad. I want y'all to begin to lift your hands right now. I want you to begin to praise the Lord that the storm is about to cease. I want you to praise the Lord. Come on now, let your praise be up. Come on, I want you to call out your storm and I want you to rebuke it right now. Come on now. Whatever you're walking through, Whatever you're walking through, speak to it right now. Speak to that storm. I don't care if it's cancer. You tell cancer, it's got to go. I feel the Shekinah glory in this house. I believe there's an old well of Pentecost fire in this house. I believe there's a reviving that's about to take place. Come on now, just praise Him for a minute. Just let him settle on you for a moment. Now I want you without haste to begin to make your way immediately rapid down this altar.